Hello everyone, it's Paul Newbegin here from the Past Podcast with some very exciting news. I am absolutely delighted that Series 5 of the Past Podcast is brought to you in partnership with our wonderful friends at Chefworks, who are our sponsors last time round as well, so it's great to have them back. And as you'll know, they are famous for outfitting chefs, kitchens and front of house all around the world. Chefworks offer a collection of great uniforms, so to check out their full range, you can visit chefworks.co.uk. Thank you again to Chefworks, and it's great to be back for Series 5 of The Past Podcast. Enjoy! I'm Anna Dyson. I'm founder and managing director of Toast Love Coffee Community Cafe in Hare Hills, Leeds. And I'm Pippa Brook, and I'm a co-director of Toast Love Coffee. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. It's nice to nice to meet you both finally. Obviously, things like this when we when we do these events, there's there's like lots of kind of exciting build up, and then all of a sudden the night is is upon you. Has it been, uh, I guess, a bit different night for you guys? So it must have been an interesting night to prepare in the build-up. Absolutely. I mean, we've been running as a cafe here on these premises since December and we're a breakfast, lunch, community cafe, very informal. And um, the excitement of the volunteers in um, getting ready for tonight is just, it's been palpable all week really and they've been so excited and it's really made me feel very privileged to be in a position to offer them a good night out um, and be treated. I think it's lovely that it's this that is being done to give back to the volunteers because Mm. this is what they do all day long Mm. and now we're doing it for them or you're doing it for them in the evening which is very special. Well, obviously, the project itself is something quite unique. It's not really a concept that I'd kind of heard of before. So where had the kind of idea stemmed from? So the idea really was uh, formed out of my friendship with uh, someone who came to Leeds claiming um, asylum, needing sanctuary and a safe place to um, come from a different country from which she was being um, threatened. And we became good friends very quickly, actually. Her sons are similar age to my kids. Um, they were all toddlers at the time, and it was very easy for me to go around, pick, pick them up, take them to a playground, whatever. And I think what was really inspiring was it, it, it quickly left being a charitable thing that I was doing, and it became one of equality and friendship. And, um, and throughout that year, there are so many examples where 
she taught me so much she lifted me she um has made me a better person and um and after a year of our friendship we thought could we create a space where more people have the opportunity to meet because we really wouldn't have done um it was just by chance really i, I volunteered in a christmas party um at a shelter for newly arrived asylum seekers that's where we met um i'm jewish i'm british i'm middle class i live in a different area we never would have met and here we are and we're so, we, we call ourselves sisters by choice and we bonded a lot in my kitchen and um so we wanted to create a space that that emulated that um, that was good coffee. We were very clear it had to be good coffee. Um, we used to bake together. It was a way for her to practice her English. We'd get a recipe book out and uh, make lemon cakes and stuff and, um, and then eat and, and enjoy eating. And, and you know, I learned so much from her being in, being in my kitchen and us cooking together. And so we knew it had to be food-related and food brings people together and there's something culturally in sharing. There's something um, universal in food. So it had to be to do with food. Um, and we had this idea and we just thought let's see how far we can take it and uh, we've taken it this far which is just it's just mind-blowing when and, and that's the gift that chef works and and josh have given us tonight or given me tonight is that moment to reflect and really pause and think about what we've achieved already and the amazing people along the journey who've, who've come and joined us just listening to all of that and obviously knowing the the girl who was the partner with Anna that it's given her value this is what she did at home before she had to flee and actually this is valuing her and her skills and when Anna says that she's learned so much from her then that that's something that you know because she could bring that and give it to Anna it's not just all one way and we had this lovely moment today when um, Josh and Eddie arrived to uh, start preparing for this evening and we were we were serving lunch and so our cafe manager Rebecca said oh would you like something to eat so they sat down and we brought them some food that'd be made by one of our regular volunteers who's um, Pakistani uh, woman and they ate these samosas and they were both blown away they said these samosas are amazing <laughs> and and the look on I'll, I'll keep it anonymous because um, it's not fair to you know without their permission so the look on our volunteer's face when she saw that a professional chef and a, a guy with a food business loved her samosas yeah. priceless and and this is a situation where down, walking down the street or day to day she is not given that positive feedback sure it's really special well it, it feels to me kind of fitting to talk about the event that we're all putting on and obviously the event that ourselves myself yourselves and, and our partner chef works have all kind of been involved in and obviously emma mentioned it to me and i know she's really passionate about you guys but essentially what what we've done is we've invited josh whitehead my friend and, and local chef at the harewood food project here tonight to cook for the volunteers and i guess for you now to you all your volunteers are going to sit down and commune together you probably don't often get that opportunity as well because i guess it's all shifts and when people can fit it in so it must i get it's going to be a real treat tonight isn't yeah. it I think there might well be some volunteers who've not actually met, met each other yet. Um, so, yeah, it's just fabulous. It's, it's six months since we've been open. Um, it's just a, a perfect op sociable opportunity um, in an environment that people feel safe and comfortable in, which I think is really important. I don't think it would have worked if it was elsewhere. So to have it in-house 
Um, but on an evening and the place looking like it does, you know, really spruced up. They've done a fabulous job in, in decorating the space and uh, we've seen a sneak peek of some of the uh, the plates and it's just beautiful. It's going to make everyone feel really special. And it demonstrates the community that's been built. So you're absolutely right. They might not all know each other, but they are all very much part of Total of Coffee and they really wanted to be here for Total of Coffee, which is unbelievable. Well, and I guess in, you know, in... in organizations like this when you are so reliant on the generosity of your volunteers to have that opportunity to thank them in something like this is kind of like the ultimate reward right yeah yeah it's um it's something that's been playing on my mind well since we opened really we've got 40 plus volunteers obviously not everyone can come tonight um but it's truly remarkable and very very humbling to know that so many people um get it and believe as passionately as we do in the concept and are willing to commit to it um you know we've we've not we have had such a strong team we've it's been phenomenal we originally we were going to open maybe three days i think because we thought we weren't sure if we'd have enough people to staff it within a few months we were open five um and people want us open on weekends people it's just amazing the um like I said, it, from my position of being the, the one who had the idea and has created it, to now see it existing and so many people believing in it and, and making it happen now, it's, it's really um, it's very humbling. So what, what is almost like the, if you like, mission statement, you know, the pur- your purpose for being, I guess, of what you're doing? What is it that you're trying to sort of set out and achieve? We want to be a place where people will meet who otherwise wouldn't uh, where you can find a connection over a cup of coffee or over some food uh, but you find a connection over difference we want to be that space I think so so often we can spend our time with people who are like us whether that's economically or professionally or religiously or gender or sexuality whatever we, we, we hang out with people who are similar to us and actually we're creating a little mini culture uh, hopefully it'll spread but you know the, the, we're we are a space where the community is built on difference not similarity and we're, we're purposely in this area and Anna might talk a bit more about why this area but it's been very important to us that the cafe is not just for the people who live in this area and we had this lights on moment a few weeks ago when we realized that you don't have to be poor working class live in this area to be isolated and that actually this is a place where anybody can come to and people will talk to them they can meet other people they can make friends well i wanted uh, your point is 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 pertinent because that's the question i was next going to ask the reason why i asked about the kind of mission statements even driving up here on in the cab you can see this kind of melting pot of different communities and even looking around at the volunteers you know you can see already now different everybody's like you say different backgrounds different religions you can see that straight away as soon as I walked in I can see it so it it, it must have been pertinent like you just said then to choose this area of Leeds absolutely so um so we're in Hare Hills which um might be known to some listeners as a place where there's a lot of problems there's um you know there are issues um on the streets here there's um over 42 languages spoken in many of the local schools here so there's lots of issues between some of the ethnicities who are living it's a very very um tight uh housing you know very um very densely packed 
Um, and that's generally what people know of hair hills. But what they might not know is the amazing diversity and strength of community here. And that's something that um, I really wanted to uh, be part of. I live in Round A up the road, which um, you could say same postcode but different worlds. It's um, suburban, it's leafy, there's more space between the houses, it's affluent, it's... Um, you know it's my grandma grew up as a Jewish refugee family and in fact where we are now is a stone's throw away from the sweet shop that my great grandma had uh, this is according to um, my mum and my uncle because the the, the, the shop doesn't exist anymore. It was knocked down in the 60s and there's now a KFC and um, sort of independent supermarkets on the parade. Uh, but that is literally splitting distance from where we are now. So it's very, very powerful for me as the granddaughter of immigrants to be giving back to a community that um, is, is still a, a place of often for many people, their first port of call um, as setting up a new family, a new life um, in the UK, in Leeds. Uh, um, where the young woman who you started this whole thing with it's also where the it's also the place where the young woman who I started this whole thing with with also lives um, so to walk hand in hand with her on her journey over the last six or seven years has taught me so much about what my grandparents went through um, and I'm the you know I'm the product of that so for example um, it, it was a given that I would go to university and have a professional career um, my father was the first member of the family ever to go to university on his side. And for my grandma, she never had a, an, a formal education. She learned English, nannying for children when she first arrived in the country. So to, to see the sacrifices that are made now in 2019 for the next generation from some of these people who I have the privilege to know really teaches me so much more gratitude for what my grandparents did for their children. Um, and Hare Hills, we, we wanted to be part of, the, of, a, of a positive story in Hare Hills um, and really wanted to be part of building community um, in this fabulous part of Leeds. Well, I think what strikes me, and I was kind of thinking about it on my way up, in, especially in, you know, in, in the... And I, and I know you can, you can, you can uh, what's the word, exaggerate things a lot, but especially in, the, in this time we live in, you know, of, of differences and, you know, God forbid I've rarely brought up Brexit on, on the podcast, but think just, just as an example, you know, just as a small... No, 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 but, no, no, but I'm just saying as an example, in, in, times, in, in times where divisive things yeah. like that are happening yeah. is what I'm trying yeah. to say, yeah. Yeah. to have somewhere where, like you say, it's non-judgmental, it's non, you know, whatever... It's quite it, well. It's so pertinent now, isn't it? That's what. I'm, that's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. Especially nowadays, when difference can separate us, yeah. having you know a commonality. The whole idea has come from a place of goodwill, but it has created and keeps on creating goodwill. And the networks and the connections and the people who've been want, who've wanted to be part of this project and have come in. Just from, from that starting point of, of Anna's idea, and I, I have to say, I am so proud of her. Yeah, I'm so is. proud of her. It, you know, it, it is. It's an, in, it's an inspiring thing. It's yeah. an inspiring thing. And I think as well, what I love, like you said earlier, is that we've had this opportunity to bring in, you know, the professional chef, Josh. So, you know, we're going to do tonight a completely vegetarian, vegan menu, right? So that's I the food. I believe it's completely vegan. Completely vegan, right? I believe, yeah. So is all the food you do here all the time is predominantly vegan, vegetarian? It, it is, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. all vegetarian. All vegetarian. Yeah. Yeah. And then, where possible, vegan. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Why, why was that decision made? 
So uh, we are part of the Real Junk Food Project. So we, the way in which we operate, for those thinking, how the hell does this work, um, is we intercept food that would otherwise go to waste uh, or be wasted by local supermarkets, um, places like that, and um, places in the food industry. And we turn the ingredients into fresh home-cooked food. Um, and it's pay as you feel so we remove the financial barrier and people give so it's not a soup kitchen it's not charity people are all everyone is expected to give and we make that very clear um and it's but there's no judgment on what what they give and how much you know and, and, and how much they give um so we made the decision to be vegetarian and vegan for um, a variety of reasons Personally, I'm vegetarian. I don't cook with meat. I'm not comfortable cooking with meat. Um, I, so, so that was one thing. I don't really want to be handling dead animals. <laughs> the other was we're in a very, very mixed area, as we talked about before, and there's a lot of Muslims, and we have a lot of Muslim um, volunteers and customers. And we, So therefore, if we were serving meat, we'd have to consider halal or for our Jewish friends, um, kosher. So that would add an extra element and... and I mean, I'm Jewish, so the whole kosher thing is even more complicated because you keep milk and meat separate, so there'd be, you know, how do you do it? So we thought, well, if we're vegetarian and vegan, then we... Meat eaters can eat vegetarian and vegan, but vegetarian and vegans can't eat meat. So we sort of... It was a bit of a no-brainer, really, that that we'd operate in that way. Um, Also, I know that... um, people in the junk food network do handle um, meat that they intercept uh, but I just didn't feel comfortable doing that because I'm not familiar enough to know and I wouldn't taste it so I wouldn't yeah, know. Yeah. And it's also ethically and sustainability it, it's yeah. the way to go. Yeah I was, I was completely <laughs> going to agree with you. I think, I think you know um, that's, I'm glad you met, brought up the, the junk food project because it's something that I've been familiar with, did podcasts with them when they had a um, a part of the Leeds Indie Food Festival when they had the pay-as-you-feel shop and Mm -hmm. it was all diverted food. And I think, again, coming back to these, you know, we were just talking earlier, these times that we find ourselves in, having that link to non not waste you know zero waste or as little waste as possible yeah. is is a really great thing to show that your products are yeah. the sorry the waste products are actually not going to waste yeah. anymore they're going to use yeah and tonight um i think josh's menu not only is vegan but it's also using it's also using intercepted um, ingredients, so he's used a lot of um, ingredients that we've given him. So I think uh, I, I, I was hoping it'd be more of a challenge for him than it was. I think I think well, we'll, we'll interview him next. But I think I've just seen some of the stuff coming out of the kitchen. And that's just proof that you yeah. can do it. Yeah. You can provide wonderful vegan, vegetarian food. That's all from food that would otherwise have gone yeah. to waste. I mean, yeah. says it all. Yeah, well, yeah. I think, you know, obviously we'll take loads of pictures of, of the food coming out, but I've seen stuff that the junk food guys have done. I think, you know, look, I've seen junk food projects in the past when they've done things like the fine dining nights and what have you, and it's, it's amazing what you can achieve with yeah. that, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think people are, are blown away, actually, by um, the quality of the food that they're getting now in our cafe. Yeah. We've got amazing volunteers with amazing skills. Um, you know, and again, I, I can't emphasise enough so many of the volunteer stories are where they've been or felt excluded from society or they haven't had an opportunity to shine or they've um, overcome incredible obstacles that, um, 
you know, you or I, well, you can't judge anyone, but, you know, I certainly haven't had to overcome some of the obstacles they have just to get up in the morning. And then to see them in, in a happy space, um, cooking, creating, making food from their culture uh, that they want to share with others, and then having that feedback, um, it just lifts people up so much. And that it's a real um, opportunity for people to, to give Sharing food is, is the crux of, of family life, of community life. There's so many communities are built up around sharing food. It's, it's yeah. the obvious yeah. thing to do. Yeah. yeah. Well, what we're getting now is we're getting some of the volunteers arriving for the yeah. night, and I know they're all excited, and you are and I am. So what we'll do is we'll, we'll wrap this up, and then what we'll try and do is at the end get a bit of how you thought the night went and sure. try and grab you when yeah. hopefully you're on yeah. cloud nine, all right? Yeah, thank you so much. Thank That's you nice so to much. Thank you. Long time I see, not really. I've missed you. I know, I've missed you too. What have you been doing? Uh, <laughs> this. <laughs> this, that, <laughs> stuff and things. Well, obviously, you're. this is interesting because you're upcoming on this series. So we've got a Series 5 double of you. So you'll be the only chef to appear twice. On, I know you won't, actually. You and Actor Islam, you're both on the same series. That's good. That's good company, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a big threesome with Josh Whitehead. <laughs> so we've obviously asked you kindly, and you've kindly agreed, to come up for a, a toast of coffee mm. to give back and use your superior cooking ability to give back to the volunteers. Just turning things off and on. Yeah, yeah. That's all right, I'm not getting loads I thought, of it. I thought that would. I'm not getting loads of it, I won't worry about it. How, and obviously you've got to do vegan, vegetarian, well you have to do, they said vegetarian, you've done vegan, have you? Yeah, well I think, I, I, I think there were like, a third of them were going to be vegan, so I thought it'd make more sense to just do, do it all vegan, and it doesn't, doesn't bother me. Well no, but obviously on your full episode, which listeners will get, we talk a lot about your love of meats and this and that, so was it a challenge for you? Um maybe maybe a little bit but the main challenge because like vegetarian food and vegan food I've done it before and it does you know it doesn't like I say it doesn't bother me but because it's because it's with these guys a lot of it's about you know waste food and you know surplus food and stuff so that was like you know I couldn't get down here before beforehand so and I was just using what they had so I could have had like a courgette and a bag of rice to feed 30 people you know I had no idea what I was going to get and then when I got here I was like oh actually there's shitloads of stuff here that I can be using you know there's loads of stuff here I could feed 100 people with what we've got here so it wasn't too much of a challenge I don't think well it's amazing because obviously a part of your job as we were talking about is just turning up into spaces and making spaces that aren't necessarily familiar to you into your kitchen and look at the space here that we've got in this charity kitchen I bet you were delighted when you walked I in I know this is alright this I mean you know you saw the kitchen that we had when you came to the spring event didn't you and this is well better this is <laughs> this well is better yeah yeah it's alright there's a stove there's extraction and yeah, sound it's easy 
Well, when uh, so when we when Emma came up and we featured you as June Chef of the Month as a part of Chef Works, obviously she spoke to you a little bit about the project. Was it something that you were obviously quite keen to do? Obviously straight away because well you're obviously keen to do it because you're here, but were you kind of keen to do it straight away? Or you well, yeah, I mean it sounded it sounded interesting, you know, like giving back to communities and stuff. And I was, you know, you can't, you know, have to be a bit of a bastard to say no, I don't want to <laughs> give back to the communities or like, you know, give something to volunteers, <laughs> like, you know, you know what I mean? Um, so, you know, obviously I will, obviously I was going to do it, but up until like the last sort of few days, to be honest, I didn't really know what the hell it was like. I didn't know, didn't really know too much about it. Didn't know what I was cooking, so it was just a bit unknown, really. But we're here now. It's fun though, isn't it? Because that thing, like you say, you weren't, you didn't know exactly what to expect. I saw some of your kind of thinking and your planning, and you just had to roll with it and use your chef ability. So that's quite, that's quite fun, isn't it? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, it is good. Like you know, figuring out because you know there's, you know, if anything, it'll make me think about it more. Like like using waste. The thing with the waste food and stuff, though, it's like maybe stuff like this should be more of a popular thing to like make people realise how. Well, frankly, how stupid people are, because like the amount of wit, the amount of food that these guys have got in the back that have come from supermarkets and shops and stuff like that that's been rejected or sent back blows my mind. Like, so like on this dessert we've got like some salt, you know, fruit salsa, and it's got like papayas, passion fruits, mangoes. Um, it's got limes, nectarines, peaches, and watermelon. It and every single one of them. When I got them out of the cupboard or out of the fridge, they were in the they were in a state I would expect them to be in if I bought them from an expensive supplier. Do you know what I mean? And these are being sent back from the supermarkets because the waste, like it's it's fucking it's weird. Like it's you know it's ridiculous. You know, passion fruits should be wrinkly and they should look like you know shriveled balls. <laughs> you know what I mean? They shouldn't be smooth and shiny because they're better when they're wrinkled. And yet they've been sent back from the supermarket yeah. like that. Soft mangoes and papayas, like I just don't. I just don't understand it. There's just tons and tons of food. You know what I mean? Well, and obviously, because, you know, like we talked about in your episode, you know, like, the, the produce you're using a lot of the time is from your the Harewood Estate, yeah. so you you can guarantee your quality there and you know what you're doing, but then, like you say, to go in and look at, like, what a supermarket's thrown away, it's obviously been an eye opener. Yeah, massively mind-blowing. I mean, like we say, we've got the gardens and stuff, so we've all, you know, there's going to be surplus of stuff that we don't, like, you know, over you know overuse. But we'll find a way to use it, you know, we'll send it up to the cafe, I'll use it on this event, I'll preserve it, we'll do something with it. But then actually seeing, like, even just this place, it's one tiny, tiny, tiny little place, and the amount of food here is worth hundreds and hundreds of pounds, you know what I mean? And, you know, it's what it was would sell for if it sold, it's worth hundreds of pounds, and it's just, you know, it'd go in the tip of these guys intake, and it's just like, it, it baffles me that yeah. this is... That this is it, and maybe it's because people don't know what to do with it and stuff like that, and they're scared of use by dates. You know, it's just, it's fucking, it's really, really stupid. Like I, just, I don't get it at all. But here we are. So what have you, what have you gone for then for tonight's menu? You can see lots of curry influence dishes tonight. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe I shot myself in the foot a little, a little bit because. You know, a lot of the volunteers here are from like you know seeking asylum, and the you know it's a very big like Muslim and Sikh community. So they quite they know what they're talking about when it comes to curries and spices and stuff like that. So I probably you know exposed myself a bit with that. 
but um, like I brought some I brought some waste food well I say waste food it's not waste food it's perfectly fine but I brought you know some leftover vegetables and stuff from work as well but we've got these like sort of like a cross between a pakora and a bhaji um, they smell great yeah they smell yeah they're really nice we'll roast them until they go crispy they had all these like really ripe nectarines and peaches in the back so we've roasted them and made like a tamarindy chutney to go with it they had, they had bunches and bunches of radishes like again nothing wrong with them whatsoever like if I pick one up now you can... you've just been eating it yeah, <laughs> yeah like you can hear how crunchy it is <laughs> Live sound effects. Exactly. We haven't got a foley you know artist I mean? there's, there's nothing wrong. <laughs> you know, there's nothing wrong with them, so we've just served them Sorry in a for salad. Any, any uh, you know guests that might cringe at something munching on a radish on a podcast, but I think you've illustrated your point in what you're trying to say. Yeah, that proves my point. Um, so, sorry, yeah. So then we've got so a we've, car- we've got the large, yeah. And then we've done a dial like. I think the biggest things that these places get for like waste food is like you know pulses and grains and stuff like that. Kilos of the stuff upstairs, rice, buckwheat, lentils, mung beans, all sorts of stuff. So then we've just used all loads of spices and stuff to make this really rich dal that's been cooking all day. Um, we've done a like a rice dish to go with it. Loads of leaves and greens that have you know that have been you know that have been wasted. I've no idea how many cucumbers co-op buy, but they should fucking hell, they should cut down on it because there must be a hundred in that fridge. You know what I mean? So I luckily I said, oh, I'm going to do a cucumber pickle. I couldn't make you enough... Yeah, I couldn't make enough <laughs> yeah, cucumber pickle ball. to go yeah. with it. Bloody hell. There's like a fridge full of cucumber in the back. Um, we were going to do some flatbreads, but luckily enough, the, the, the legends at Leeds Bread Co-op, you know, send these guys quite a lot of sourdough bread, so they're lucky enough to have, you know, some banging loaves of sourdough for tonight as well so we're going to serve that with it um, and then avocados as well, they're a bit of a like there's a bit of controversy around avocados at the minute but I didn't buy them, you know waste, you know, they were really ripe avocados that no one was using so we've taken them and we've sort of blended them with some cocoa and coconut oil and maple syrup and made it into a cheesecake which is amazing I've tried it. it really blows it, your it's mind it's actually really nice to be fair like I've served I've served a version of it at events before and it's like it's, just, it's one of them where it just so happens to be vegan you know what I mean it doesn't it doesn't bother don't bother me and then like I say all the fruits that we had the mangoes and papayas and passion fruits and stuff we just made a yeah. nice little vegetable salsa uh, sorry fruit salsa to go with it well I know, I know like both you and I we're on a really similar wavelength and the meats and the things that you get at the Harewood Estate and you know you're all about the, you know using as much of animals and stuff like that yeah, but yeah. when you can't and you've done things like this has it inspired you do you think you'd ever do like a, a veggie Harewood no. no you wouldn't no but no <laughs> um, it's mostly yes it's really inspired yeah I, no I mean we, we always cater to vegetarians and I've done vegetarian pop-ups before and we probably yeah we will do a vegetarian pop-up at, How- at Howard there's no, you know, no doubt about it yes it has inspired me I'm yes, very inspired yes yes it has inspired me it very much inspired me no but I mean you know like the stuff we're doing t- the stuff like the stuff I'm serving tonight I would potentially put that on another menu at one of our other sites all of these just so happen to be vegan just because that's the way they are like that dal it'd, you know if anything it wouldn't be as nice if I put a block of butter in it you know it'd be nice if you had a chicken breast sat on top of it but it doesn't you know it doesn't need to be yeah. you know what I mean so it just it didn't you know didn't bother me 
at all really well what's amazing for me and obviously knowing you and like say featuring you this month as chef of the month and to really show you off to to maybe people who wouldn't normally get a chance to take part in one of you know the really amazing events that you do at hell yeah yeah well i mean obviously like you know i think there's two paid member of staff here and all the rest of volunteers you know it's pay as you feel cafe so you know people you know can come in and eat a meal for which is really good by the way and people come in and pay like you know a quid you know so obviously like the events that we do are, are very much you know 75 times the, the price of that some of them you know so yeah i suppose it you know i suppose it is good that we you know that we're here and we're doing something where because yeah. like you said you know the, the clientele that's here tonight probably wouldn't come to some of our events maybe they would maybe they wouldn't but you know it's a good yeah it's a unique opportunity for us to well, do it like, yeah i i do i kind of feel I'm, and i'm going to feel all night that sense of like showing you off if you know what i mean like showing people like say how that won't wouldn't necessarily get that chance how good you are which is really you know i'm proud I'm you're proud too flattering no i am i really you know i really am and i think you know i'm so delighted that you've been a part of this project but also as we've said you're going to be coming up this series so we've got a full episode full chat with you about all your projects yeah. and the hair well, when project. that comes out we'll be talking like very differently <laughs> to our talking tonight won't we yeah like let, let's just say like when people listen to you again we're much more relaxed aren't we and we're obviously going to talk about I think I was drunk no I wasn't no, drunk no, no, I, don't, I had a couple of beers yeah, yeah, at the yeah, end of a service but, yeah. but you know in a nutshell the Harewood project is based at Harewood House yep. you're using where possible all the produce that you can grow on the yep. estate so we're for it you know grow, shoot forage anything we you know anything we can you know livestock game vegetables anything and also you've got muddy boots in, in Harewood as well yeah so that that's going from strength to strength now we took that over it was coming up bloody hell just, near, just under a year ago now that we took that over and that's just a cafe we serve breakfast and things like that but everything's you know it's just home cooked food cooked from scratch you know you can go in and have amazing you know amazing full English breakfast with like the best bacon we can find the best black pudding we can find or you can have a shepherd's pie that's got lamb from the estate in it potatoes from the estate carrots from the estate you know stuff like that and then you, you know we get loads of friends from around Leeds like Leeds from Porterhouse and Tartanbury they make cakes for us so yeah it's just a it's just a really cool yeah. village cafe. And then your next upcoming Harewood event has been announced. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it hadn't been announced when we chatted, so great opportunity to tell me about it now. Yeah, so, I mean, we've just... So we've just bought this big grill from Country Fire Kitchen, so it's, you know, it's a massive open fire cooking. So we're going to be cooking in the middle of the woods with no power, electricity or running water or any much really but we're just going to be cooking over fire back to basics completely natural and just cooking like our meat you know just showcasing it as best we can it's going to be cool I can't go and I'm so sad that I can't go I'm there'll, be, there'll be plenty more of them because we've good. got to make a return on that, that bloody grill <laughs> so we're going to be doing them often enough good and people can uh, look you up on Harewood Food and Drink Project on Twitter Facebook and all that for your events yeah Facebook Twitter Instagram or howardfoodanddrink.com uh, social media is the best one to get us on um, I mean that next event that next event I'll get on to that quick and it's 12th of July weekend 12th and 13th yeah. of July um, and then after that the next big one is August Bank Holiday, Bank Holiday yeah. Yeah. running over the so it's 
Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday yeah. until first of September. And they're your flagship events, aren't they? Yeah, they're the big ones. Yeah, they're the big ones. They're our baby. And we're actually with that one. We're looking at we're potentially looking at repeating the the route that we took on the first ever one. So the first ever hidden out the first event out food and drink ever did you know that I did with them. I didn't work there full time and we've never actually repeated that route since right, the first okay. one so it's a really 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 cool one that Brilliant. really really good one oh well I hope uh, hope people look it up you need to get cracking on service because we can hear guests are arriving so I'll let you go you're staring past yeah, yeah. thank you so much for doing this no stuff. worries brother I love you loads love you too Because it's not my thing, is it? Yeah, but you've been you've been a part of the past podcast for the last year. Yeah. And you were the sole, pretty much, idea behind this event. I know it's exciting, isn't it, to see it all finally coming together? Yeah. So after months of discussion. So you partnered these guys before, didn't you? You did like a donation. Yeah, well we did a competition, um, festive competition last December and they mobilised their troops like nothing you've ever seen and they won and it was about gaining the most likes or whatever and it was it was a donation to the, the, the cause and they were the smallest um, smallest players on the field and they, and they won because they came together as a big family. And then that drew us our attention to them a little bit more. And we thought, well, what else can we do um, as a way of giving back? Which I know is a corny old phrase, but they do such a great job here. And it's, I think it's really important for us on this episode really to sort of share what they do to a wider audience. Because in every community around the UK and beyond, there could be a, a cafe just like this. You know, for all that food that's just being wasted to be put to good use. Um, and, and, a, and a space, a safe space for people to come together and enjoy hospitality, which is what we're all in. That's what we all do in this job. That's why we all love what we do. Well, I was going to say as well, yeah, especially being in that world of hospitality, it must be important to see the communities that hospitality can create, like the guys were just talking to me about, you know, and you are now a part of that. Yeah, it's lovely. It's really lovely because it isn't just about selling product for us. It's about working with the people that we dress and everybody in this industry is so passionate about food and about making people happy through food and it's a whole service culture that we're really good at in this country so if we can be a part of that in a different way and sort of facilitate an event like this then great you know that's lovely that makes you know a hard day in the office way more worthwhile yeah see pretty much as soon as we decided on the event you know to give back to the the volunteers here at TSC your first person on your lips you didn't think of anybody else you wanted Josh right I know absolutely because he is so warm and friendly if a little cheeky and um, we thought well Harwood's such a great it's such a great position within the community as a whole um, I knew they would it was a potential that event that they would like to be involved in they are used to running pop-ups all over the city and all over Yorkshire so I knew Josh would be able to cope with starting fresh in a kitchen he's never seen before so that wasn't a worry but it was just this great opportunity he's such a good cook good chef to use produce and that's the challenge you know it was setting him a challenge that he's risen to I mean what we've seen in the kitchen so far no one's tasted it yet I had a little taste earlier it's amazing and that's all from diverted foods that would have been thrown away 
So we thought we went to meet with um, Josh and Eddie um, at the Harwood Estate, and they jumped at the chance. We we didn't have to offer this to anyone else. They they jumped at it. We've been in discussion about the date. We set the date, and it's all just come together really quickly. He only found out. Josh only found out what the ingredients were yesterday. So you know, good on him. And he's come together. He's so calm. If this was my kitchen. I'd be hysterical at this point. And it's it's fantastic, and everyone's really excited, and that's lovely to see. Well, it's been amazing, isn't it? Because obviously we've been able to feature him as our chef of the month this month know, as well. So it's like perfect time. Yeah, it's like full circle, really. We went to the um, estate to photograph um, Josh. The weather was shocking. We got all the beautiful cows in the background and got a sense of where he works, and it's so, such a special place, you know, to, to go to work every day and see that beautiful landscape. And, you know, he's at one with nature, so to speak, and he loves, you know, they've got great ingredients there. They really care about what they produce. And sort of to bring that empathy into a place like this in Hare Hills, you know, where we've got people from all different walks of life. We've got a chef here that's come from Syria who's already been in the kitchen and is really excited by the ingredients. That's that's fantastic. So we're so pleased and thrilled that Harwood have joined us at this event to give back to Toast Loves Coffee. And one of the things that you said there and I want to pick up on is how, and it's something I've noticed partnering you, is how much thought and care and, and effort you put into the people that you dress. And I think especially you as a person, but you as a business, you really care about how chefs feel in what you wear. And, you know, it's all about that emotion with you, I think. Yeah, there's a lot of that in it. I mean, you know, we know that they, they take such care in making great food and serving great food that we take the same amount of care in how we create our uniforms and how we dress them. It's a really consultative approach. We want them to be comfortable. We think if they're comfortable and happy in what they wear, then they're going to be cooking better because you don't want to be uncomfortable when you're at work. It's like any of us dressed for our job. You know, comfort is key. And if we can play that tiny part in that much bigger picture of their ingredients and their crockery and, you know, and their menu, and we're just a little brick in, in all of that, a little piece of the jigsaw, then that's great. And then and we do and we do really care because we get to know these guys. We eat their food. We all love food at our office. We're all crazy. It's all we talk about from the minute we set foot in. What we're having for breakfast, what we're having for lunch, where did you eat last night? Have you read this place? And we see it on Instagram and we listen to your podcast. And it's all just so it's so exciting to be in such a cool industry that it's not about egos, it's about passion. And that's so nice and special. Who would want to work anywhere else, right? Obviously, this is the second of our Chef Work Pass specials. Yeah. And they've both been very, two very different events. I know. But they're both about, I think, anyway, that making connections, as we've just spoke about. And here we're making connections into the community that both me and you live as a part of in Leeds. And I think that's been just as important as us then going down to London and doing it on kind of the national, if not global scale, like we did. I know. We're very lucky, aren't we? I mean, the GQ Food and Drink Award were really special and really out there I mean we both were like dressed in the nines and we had a great evening and we met the leading chefs in this country if not the world um, but I'm just excited to be here in Hare Hills at the Toast Loves Coffee Cafe with all these wonderful volunteers and, and you see their passion and it, it, it's humbling really you know to meet people that have travelled you know all across the world and ended up in Leeds for whatever reason being brought together by food and that's really special really what, special what I don't want to do is get emotional I know don't so set me off neither of us want to do that because <laughs> we've obviously got a great relationship as we've built up for the past but 
I think for both of us it's just been about showing off how great we are as a nation of chefs what we have and I think this here now is us showing off how great Leeds can be having Josh here I know I know isn't it amazing look at this this group of people in this small cafe in Hare Hill all come together because they all want to do something for other people it's not about making money it's about giving back Josh has given all his time up and Eddie and the team you know they could have been at a high-end event in town you know he sells out wherever he goes and he's given his day and evening up to come here to cook for all these wonderful people that's that's something very very special and very humbling yeah I just wanted you know to thank you for inviting me thank you obviously for partnering with no, the not at all it's been an absolute pleasure we love we love working with you Paul it's it's great it's a great way for us to be involved you know so many great chefs up and down the country and it's just a lovely lovely project to be a part of and what we'll do is we'll try and get some anecdotal from some of the volunteers is tonight, maybe little bits of some of their stories, um, and hopefully everybody can enjoy the night and enjoy the food. Absolutely, it's all about the food, and I've tasted the pudding, and it's to die for. <laughs> Good, well, let's enjoy the show. Thank you so much. Thanks, Paul. Thank you. Hi, I'm, my name is Haidar Arikabi. I'm uh, part of this cafe, Toast, uh, Toast, Toast Coffee. Toast Coffee. So this is my name. My name is Haidar Arikabi. Thank you so much. Well sorry, sorry, sorry. Can we go down there? Yeah, of course we can. Of course, please. Thank you so much. Sorry, I didn't mean to jump on you. <laughs> so you're one of the volunteers yeah. here, yeah. and I just wanted to ask you why you chose to volunteer here at TLC. Because we help the, the community, and then we, as a charity, that one as well, to to help the people. People, some some people don't have money to pay, and then good for the community. The community will be united together as a like. Uh, community who, 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 live, who live in here as well, so they come united together and then everybody welcome, which is, um, this is like for charity as well, so we help each other, yeah. this is very kind, this is very good for everybody as well. And you, and you enjoy volunteering I very enjoy it, I did, I did my best, I did my best to make it nicely, I did my best to be working hard to sort out that one, so um, Lawrence, God bless him, is very... He, we did job a lot of hair, so now we, we are happy. All of us, we are as a volunteer, we come today, we celebrate this this day, which is a very nice, yeah. a, a very nice uh, things, yeah. beautiful. So yeah. So I don't know how much you know about what's going to happen tonight. Do you know we've got a chef in tonight who's going to cook a special meal for all the volunteers? Yeah, because we are. Uh, I've been told like that we've got a nice meal yeah. tonight, so uh, I'm sure they cook nice, nice yes. uh, 
nice meal tonight, so I'm going to enjoy it. Well, it's a chance for you know for TLC to say thank you to you for well, your hard work. Well, I mean, I would like thank you, thank you, thanks for everybody here as well, and then thanks for the manager for the for the, the idea for this one because no, that place is, does, doesn't have like this coffee. So we our first coffee, we built this one, and then uh, as you see, people come in, many customers come in, they feel for young people, old people, whatever people, different country, whatever European, they come together here, they enjoy it and then they love it and then slowly, slowly, we, they grow up just about less than six months we are open now, so people is coming every 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 day, every day. Yeah. It feels like a, a family, a family, a family well. yes. of volunteers. Yes, it? we are a family as well, volunteer, anybody like, he can't come and he just call, he can't come and then somebody covering him, so yes, we are like... Uh, kind of professional. Oh, well, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for being a volunteer. You are doing brilliant work. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you very much. Oh, I hope so you enjoyed the meal with, uh, with us. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. wanted to find out why you chose to volunteer with TLC? Um, because um, I actually found out about the, t- the cafe through um, a worker that I was working with at the time um, and then she brought me down and I met um, Natalie and Lawrence and Anna and told me a little bit about what they were trying to create and then I thought I wanted to get in on this and then uh, they employed me straight away and they helped with the decorating and then when we opened I was uh, front of house and I've turned into the team leader here now. Oh well, congratulations. Thank you. It's really good seeing everybody together, it's like a kind of big family and everyone's chipping yeah. and it must be really good real proud to be involved in it. Yeah, I definitely class TLC and everyone that's part of it as like my second family because I'm here Monday, Tuesday Fridays and this cafe is a massive part of my life right now and if I didn't have the cafe I'd be lost and um, just coming here every day uh, to see everybody and get involved with everything, you don't, you never feel excluded and you just feel like you're a part of something good, you know, for a change and it's just really good to be part of it. And I guess it's important giving that back to the community as well and pay as you feel. Definitely like uh, this cafe includes everything like your homeless, your business people, you know, people that can't afford anything, people that have got loads to give and we meet um, a variety of people like everyone that comes through the cafe, everyone's got a different story, a different background and we just love to hear whoever comes through down what they have to say. So to have a top lead chef in with you tonight cooking for you, was that a nice moment for you all? Oh my god yeah, it was like really good Um, the food was amazing, Um, it came and talked to us, that was very amazing and just to um, get to know him a little bit and where the food came from and his background and how he got to be where he is now, yeah it's been a really lovely evening I've definitely enjoyed every part of it. And obviously it's a great way to say thank you to you as well as a volunteer and to all the team here. Oh, I feel like I don't need to be thanked, it's thank you guys for doing all this for us because like um, like I say um, this cafe found me and I needed this cafe in my life and yeah just I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't trade it for anything else in the world. And it's obviously important for people like you say that are on tough times and everyone must customers must have different stories to tell yeah, we, we don't judge um, everybody has their own story and everyone comes from different backgrounds and we're just interested to see what cultures and the different people and whatever will ever come through the door I'm glad you really enjoyed the night a favourite course uh, the pudding yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely the pudding the, cho- the avocado chocolate with fruit yeah that was my favourite well hopefully there'll be some left and you can sell it out to the, well, sell it out to the customers tomorrow no I think I'll be eating it. <laughs> well, 
thank you and you know obviously really well deserved I'm really glad you enjoyed the night uh, thank you for uh, giving me time to uh, give it no thank you for giving me the time to come speak to me and yeah, pleasure, thank you very much nice to meet you thank you Perfect, this is perfect. So just tell me a little bit about your involvement with the project. I've been involved with Anna for about five years. Um, I saw a tweet of hers that said, I've got an empty cabin and there's a picture who's out there that might help paint it and decorate it and make it into a lovely cafe. And this was our... This was the first sort of permanent place that we had as part of a community centre up in, well, just down a few rows from here. And, you know, all throughout the night, everything that everybody said is it's community and it's family. How evident is that to you? Huge. I suppose I'm someone, you know, as the sort of first cafe manager here and being very much part of the core team, I'm someone that... I suppose a lot of the volunteers have that face-to-face contact with Um, and for me that's been very special I personally have a love of people and faith and religions and I, I admire and respect everyone coming in wanting to be a part of something wanting to volunteer their time uh, and doing it in a way with no with no agenda and I have heard people talk about the TLC family lots and it is there's a special feel and it's, I suppose that's what people mean when they talk about the family and the atmosphere I obviously didn't know exactly what to expect coming up but as I said to the ladies at the start it was just so evident the diversity of the volunteers and that's been so evident then you know watching throughout the mirror absolutely yeah yeah, I love it and you know when Anna said those few words before I then look re- 10 minutes later people are in conversation which is obviously what we're about as well even amongst the volunteers and I look round and there's a Bolivian lady talking to a guy from Sudan there's an English lady Afro-Caribbean chatting with a Syrian guy there's you know everywhere I look in the room there are people talking to each other that all may have been born here or that all, all that you know many may not have been born here some have got some are here as residents some are here as asylum seekers or refugees and they find comfort here and they find comfort in other people here because there's no there's no barrier and 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 I think people know that uh, and so there's an understanding and a commitment from people that actually this is a place where you are going to fit where you are going to be valued for who you are there's no you don't need any airs and graces and I think I think it brings people to a to a certain level would you, would you would you say it's almost fair to say that and I've picked it up from a lot of the people that I spoke to tonight it's almost like a a sense of purpose when they're here you know giving back and letting other communities come in listen one of the things uh, I can't remember who said it did someone say it earlier tonight I don't know one of the things that brings people together and I've done this from interfaith work that I've been very involved with 
for many years actually and, and, and currently as well particularly between Jews and Muslims um, food brings people together food brings people of faith together food brings people of no faith together um, there are uh, sorry my my thoughts gone as Jade is taking a picture of me um, I have to cut that bit out um, what was the question bringing people together yeah, oh yeah sense of so, purpose belonging sense of you know absolutely yeah. there is you know food brings people together uh, and people enjoy you know between Jews and Muslims we always talk about breaking bread together um, here it goes beyond that so we break bread we eat dal we cook lentils we cook rice and there is something... I, th- I think people realise that food is just a very basic... I was gonna say, you know, in a sense, it's a human right, isn't it? it? It then brings up, you know, the other side of it for me is there's lots of problems in the world. And people come here for a whole variety of reasons. You know, there are people in this room tonight that I know and that I won't break any confidence, but there are people in this room tonight who do have huge problems in their own lives that have come through all sorts and that maybe are still going through it. But there's something about coming into Toast Love Coffee. People have made the effort to come out in the rain because they wanted to be a part of the evening. And yeah, sure, listen, we had 10 other people that were meant to come tonight and couldn't. We've had a fantastic evening here of people enjoying themselves. Um, And that is testament to where we are, that people despite the frailties of what's going on in their own lives, actually feel that what Toast Love Coffee has here is something that actually offers them hope and a feeling of belonging and a feeling of being valued for, for who you are. So that in itself brings the community, brings a Toast Love Coffee community. Just last question, favourite dish of the night? Personally, I've never had uh, a chocolate torte made... I've never had a a dessert made of avocado, and it was delicious. I think overriding... I love just a cucumber salad, actually. I thought the cucumber salad was immense, and I thought the, uh, the nectarine and the roasted nectarine and tamarind sauce... But actually, if I'm being honest... I've been. I've obviously been. You know, as the sort of building manager, cafe manager, I've been liaising with Emma for the last four days of what food we've got in, of what food I've intercepted from supermarkets and greengrocers. We had some fantastic fruit that was given. I was a bit worried about the amount of veg that we had just this Thursday. Last Thursday, we had tons of broccoli and and beans and cauliflowers, but not this week. I was a bit worried, but actually what was fantastic tonight is that every dish had stuff that actually was intercepted. So again, you know, it's what we're doing here at Toast Love Coffee. We're trying to teach, I was going to say the world, but I will say it. We're trying to teach the world that, you know, we can make food, we can use food that people are wasting. And we've, you know, Josh, fantastic. You know, Josh and Emma, obviously Josh the cook, but fantastic that he's put together the food that we've intercepted and made a meal like that. That is that is respect. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for your involvement in the project. Thank you for giving back to these incredible people. Uh, really enjoyed it. Thank My you. pleasure. Thank Cheers. you.
So I said I'd catch you, and I have. You're <laughs> gleaming. I uh, love your infectious smile. I'm smiling at your smile. How proud are you of what you've done tonight? Uh, it's just amazing. I mean, I was saying, I don't like, we don't like labelling people here, but when you look around the room and, you, you know, we really do tick every box in terms of, well, not every box, but, you know, with ethnicity, with gender, with age. And, and it, people, they love each other here, and it's 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 like a bar mitzvah. It's just, <laughs> honestly, it just, just feels like one big family and it's like the world in one little corner of hair hills i loved your your words earlier i think they were so heartfelt and i think it shows to you how much it's meant to thank these people as we were talking about earlier yeah i've i've um often felt that we don't do enough for our volunteers and so you you know we're trying to put a lot of things in their direction at the moment and um tonight it's just been brilliant because we've had as many people as possible so we've had other opportunities where there's been you know four free tickets to a pop gig or something but this has just been um you know as inclusive as we could be really and um people didn't even know each other before and you know i was looking at um two ladies chatting away and they had not met till tonight and they it's like they're sisters they were just they didn't stop talking um and it's just wonderful it's just the atmosphere and it's just so non-judgmental everyone's smiling um they're, they're really strong connections and and also knowing some of the people's backstories and just knowing how hard it is for some of these guys to just wake up in the morning and get out of bed um we've got you know we've got people who are homeless here tonight who are smiling and happy and you know you you don't know you don't know what troubles they've got and it's like we're gifting them that chance to just be normal whatever normal means but they're just part of the gang here well something i thought and something we should do is if people listening want to get involved in projects like this or this project are there ways people can support you or other projects absolutely yes so um we need money (laughs) i'll be blunt um we you know we get funding for certain things but no one likes to fund the emergency plumber when the toilet gets blocked or you know the the cost it of emptying the bins so just the basic core costs you know it really is hand to mouth every month um i'm not gonna lie um but really if people are local or feel able to visit leeds and come and enjoy the cafe and just see what we're about and meet us that'd be amazing we're on social media um give us a like give us a a, a retweet you know, all of that share it in your network um you know all of that just support you know we've got really vulnerable people here who you know it might well be that we need um we need to support them with um, messages of hope um yeah we talked about my friend before who's the asylum seeker she was in detention a couple of years ago and through the tlc network she was getting messages whilst her and her son were in detention and it kept her going it kept her mental health strong so these things do make a difference um so yeah follow us on social media our website just keep in touch with us and you know there will be ways that you can be involved we'll put all the links out through the podcast and through chef works thank you for having me along at this event i've really enjoyed it thank you it's been amazing i've enjoyed uh, really poorly serving tables but you know would i be a good volunteer oh absolutely we welcome everybody i'll be be down in a couple of weeks i'll serve some bad tables badly again thank you so much thank you thank you
thanks again to our fantastic series partners, ChefWorks. Check them out on social media. Just search at ChefWorks UK in Ireland on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn and Instagram. Hashtag ChefWorksWearer if you wear ChefWorks and you want to feature or get in touch with us and maybe you can appear as a chef of the month. Now that would be really cool to see a chefy listener of the past feature as a ChefWorks Wearer of the month. That would be really cool. You can get in touch with me on Twitter as well at the past pod. Uh, I am also the underscore past underscore podcast on Instagram. Or you can email me with stories of best dining experiences, perhaps celebrities and restaurants is always fun. Uh, I'm at Paul at the past podcast.co.uk. Perhaps I will grovel with Chef Works for an apron for our best email that gets read out on the show. That would be cool. You can have your own apron chef works apron that would be really lovely to see somebody in that uh, you can take a nice picture for us cheers guys and uh, we will see you next time around on the past podcast cheers